0: To the Simply Healthy You podcast, your place for overcoming overwhelm with your health to reach your fullest potential. I'm your host, Casey Kane, and I am so pumped to have you here. I'm a recovering, burnt out high achiever who was diagnosed with an autoimmune thyroid condition by my early 30s. I didn't realize that running myself ragged in the name of being superwoman and determined to achieve all the things in life was killing my body. I created this podcast so that you don't have to continue the struggle like I did for over a decade. I sat down, studied the data, and simplified what it means to prioritize your own health needs so that you can be the best for all the things on your to-do list. Everything you hear on this podcast, I have tested and implemented in my own super-packed life with my family to bring you the tips, tools, and strategies that will keep your life simply healthy. Welcome to today's episode of the Simply Healthy You podcast. I am so grateful to be entering your brain again today, as I know that's a pretty packed place to be. In today's episode, I want to talk about a new approach to health, and it's really not that new. I'm going to give you a little bit of history here. I promise I won't get boring, but it is newer to our Western care of medicine, and we'll talk a little bit more about that one of the things I get asked quite often is why I decided to look at holistic nutrition and do a holistic nutrition certification. And what really is the difference between the holistic health model and why I chose this road. And it all really stems back to in my twenties, I started to have a lot of health issues that were cropping up. And, you know, I was going to my OBGYN to talk about my cycle and irregularity and, you know, was getting a a birth control for that. I was going to a gastroenterologist to talk about my digestive issues and was getting a different medication for that. And I was going to a dermatologist because I had skin issues and breakouts and was getting a different prescription for that. And no one at any point was looking at me as a whole person not even my you know general practitioner no one was sitting and saying hey she's got a lot of things that are cropping up all around the same time over a few years she's young there's got to be a root cause there's got to be a root issue going on here and as i did my own research and as i started to discover more about this holistic healthcare model and got a diagnosis in my 30s with Hashimoto's, an autoimmune thyroid condition, and continued to expand my knowledge and share my story along the way. I learned that I am not alone. I am not unique. And unfortunately, just because these things are really common, it doesn't mean that they're normal. And a lot of us, especially women, think that these health issues are normal because chances are you've had an experience where a doctor has dismissed you where they've said that what you're you know experiencing is common for a woman your age or the the point in your life that you're at the stress level that you're under whatever it is pregnancy menopause all those types of things right or they've misdiagnosed you or They've not taken you seriously when you've voiced health concerns to your practitioner. Chances are you've been dismissed when you've asked if there's a specific diet you could follow to help your healing or changes to your lifestyle that you could do to support your healing. And the more I shared about these experiences that I had had with different healthcare practitioners, the more I realized that there's a lot of us out there going through the same thing. And that's how I decided a few years ago to pursue this path and to create my own business and look at holistic health and be a voice and a support for this knowledge. Now let's take a little bit of a history lesson here and what got me into this whole thing. And again, I promise I'm not going to bore you here. But in 1946, the World Health Organization defined health as quote a state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity now that term in and of itself can be a little bit overwhelming, right not merely the absence of disease so just because we don't feel like we're having an issue right now doesn't necessarily mean we're in a great state of health And most of us don't even know anymore what it what it feels like to, be well in our own body. We have been normalizing symptoms for such a long time. I talk about this a lot, but we walk around with a lot of these issues that are going on digestively with our skin, with our hormones, with uh, headaches, and I mean, digestive symptoms, all the things it's just, we probably know at least one other friend that has similar symptoms. So it it seems normal for us to be walking around really not feeling well most of the time. But if we look back, even as far as Hippocrates, the father of medicine in classical Greece, he spoke of the healing power of nature. The idea that If organisms are provided the right diet, the right environment, and the right lifestyle support, that they can heal themselves. I say this is a new approach to health, but really, there's evidence in other areas of the world that this healthcare model is really not all that new, and people have been using it for a very long time. Here, we can look to the creator of functional medicine, Jeffrey Bland, and the genomic revolution. We now have a better approach to our health than the traditional acute care organ-centric model of our current Western medicine. Now, you're never going to hear me say that doctors are not necessary. We do need that organ-centric model, Western medicine model, in certain situations. I mean, we need people to be able to perform surgeries and fix broken bones and, and those kinds of things. They do serve their purpose. But the functional medicine model is patient centered, meaning the patient must fully participate in managing his or her own health. And while that may seem a bit overwhelming from where you sit today, because you're like, I don't know anything about my health, Casey, like, how am I supposed to do anything about it? It's actually a really empowering model. And it's why I love being a part of it and chose that. Holistic nutrition certification. When I was looking at all the different programs that are out there, it's a simple approach. By creating a personalized health management program that incorporates changes in diet, changes in lifestyle, and environment, we can directly affect how our genes are expressed and such the patterns of our health. So, what greater person to be in charge of that than you? Holistic practitioners like myself are going to encourage you to participate in that design and execution of your own personalized plan to address your health concerns or issues and live in a way that optimizes your full genetic potential. I think a lot of us have been told that or have looked at our family and seen, well, this this runs in my family. This is probably something that's genetic. Like, There's nothing I can do about it, but there actually is a lot That we are able to do about it. And I know this is a radical difference from what most of us have considered when we think of healthcare. So I want to take some time in this episode to break it down into five key areas for you to know when you are looking at taking control of your health and starting a plan or working with a practitioner. These are things that are really a foundation of health that you should be aware of. So number one is Our health is not predetermined by our genes. Like I just said, many of us are used to diseases running in our family, you know, heart disease, diabetes, a lot of the chronic illnesses. We've seen older relatives who have had these diseases, and we may in some way be a little bit nervous that we may follow that same fate. There is no single gene that controls the presence or absence of chronic disease. So that's great news. (laughs) Whether you realize it or not, that's great news Uh, because there's not any one thing. Our body is so much more complicated than that. So it's no surprise that as they have studied genes and and, uh, the genome more that they discovered this. Our pattern of health and illness is actually determined by how families of genes are expressed. And that expression can be influenced and altered by a range of different things, including our diet, our lifestyle, and environment. You're going to hear that a lot here. (laughs) These things send signals to the cells of our body. so. Exercise sends different signals. Stress sends different signals. Pollutants, different foods, phytonutrients, uh, a ton of different things send signals to our genes, which either turns them on or off for different things. It can be what helps to express disease or helps to control disease. And I think this, you know, I put this as number one, because I feel like it's the most empowering piece of information that I have learned over the years. Uh, Because I know that in my own family history, there's a lot of heart disease and cancer and things like that, brain diseases. And knowing that I don't have to succumb to any of that, that I have a choice and I have an ability to change that was really, really empowering. Number two is that chronic illness is a result of imbalance in one or more of our core physiological processes. So very often we think of things as, you know, in the acute care model um, as organ centric, right? So when we talk about digestion, we think about issues with our stomach or our intestine. And if you were to go to a gastroenterologist, like that's what they're going to look at. They're going to look to see if there's something wrong with your colon or your intestines or, your um, esophagus, right? They're going to look at the different organs. But in this model, the foundation idea is that it's processes, physiological processes. So it's not just one organ. If you're having digestive issues, there's an entire gastrointestinal system that needs to be taken into consideration. So These processes are assimilation and elimination, which includes your gastrointestinal system and all the organs associated with it. Detoxification, which includes things like your liver, your kidneys, your skin, uh, your defense system, which is your immune system primarily. Cellular communications includes nervous system, glands, and hormones. Cellular transport, which includes blood carrier cells for proteins, fats, carbs, that, uh, you know, bring those nutrients around your body, energy, which really focuses on your cell mitochondria, and structure, which includes things like bones, muscles, and connective tissue. These processes are interconnected and are not just about any one particular organ, but systems of organs working together, which is why it's so different from the Western medicine model. The imbalance occurs from the interaction of our diet, lifestyle, and environment with our genome in these systems. Over time, the imbalance triggers specific symptoms that we collectively label as a disease. So the symptoms lead to the diagnosis of the disease, but they don't identify the root cause. Number three is the absence of illness does not necessarily equate to the presence of wellness. And now I'm not trying to turn you into a hypochondriac here. (laughs) I don't want you running to to the doctors or thinking that you need to change things if you are generally feeling well. But it really is important that you take that to heart, that you look at your... Total body, do a total body inventory and say, Am I really feeling well every day? Do I wake up with a lot of energy? Do I generally do well with my digestion? Do I experience any frequent health issues like headaches or do I get skin flare ups at different times of the month? Do I have mood swing issues, things like that? Because the diagnosis of a chronic illness comes only after a period of declining functioning. And when we don't recognize that declining functioning, because again, like I said earlier, it's been normalized to have some of these symptoms on a regular basis, then that's when we end up with these chronic illnesses. Many of us are living with chronic inflammation and don't even realize it because we've been normalizing symptoms like headaches, weight fluctuations, digestive issues, skin problems, joint pain, mood swings, fatigue. We've been told that it's common. So we believe it must be normal. That's something you're going to hear here a lot, but it's not. It's not normal to have declining functioning as we go through life, as we age, or as we go through different situations. Number four, each person's physiological response to lifestyle, dietary, and environmental factors is unique to his or her genetic makeup. And this is critically necessary to understand when you are going to execute any healthcare plan, because what works well for one person may be poison to the next. This is why things like fad diets are so dangerous and why the rise of health coaches on the internet can be so dangerous because what worked for one person is not necessarily going to work for the next. And by accepting this one-size-fits-all medicine, if you will, it's a, it's a slippery slope to be on. Especially with the situation that we're facing in the world right now, we need to really understand that there is no one approach. It is a multifaceted approach that we need to take to our health. We need to be boosting our health in a number of different ways, which is why I talk about diet, lifestyle, and environment repeatedly. and. One size fits all medicine is not a scientifically based approach and it can be really, really harmful for many of us. Uh, There's there's no data to support ever, even in the history of, of other pharmaceuticals and common things that we get put on for blood pressure or cholesterol or things like that. They don't work in all cases. They never have and they never will because each person is so completely different. And number five. Drugs effective for the management of acute disease may be inappropriate for the long-term management of chronic illness. Most pharmaceutical drugs are designed to block a specific step in those physiological processes that I mentioned earlier associated with the target condition. So like in the case of blood pressure or in the case of cholesterol, you take these medications, they are simply meant to interrupt a part of the process. They don't necessarily solve the problem. They're not getting to the root cause of why the blood pressure is elevated or why the cholesterol is elevated. And it's really important to understand this because the holistic care model wants to figure out the why. It wants to figure out the root cause. Over time, the effects of these drugs may end up having collateral potentially adverse impacts since many of them have not been safety tested for long-term use as in the case of chronic illness so you know even blood pressure medication is was originally designed to be used for a short period of time until the blood pressure is reduced and things go back to quote unquote normal and That person no longer has to be on it. But because of the impact of our diet, lifestyle, and environment, and us not fully understanding the role that that plays in our health, many of us are not coming off of these medications now. These are becoming chronic use medications, and they were never studied for chronic use. For example, if you take anti-inflammatories for chronic pain or migraines, you may actually be contributing to your risk of kidney disease, gastric bleeding, heart attack, stroke, or liver damage because of the anti-inflammatory effects that don't just get you know localized to your migraine. I mean, your whole body is absorbing those anti-inflammatories. And we've now seen over time that a lot of these other damaging uh, areas can happen while drugs may still be necessary in some cases, you know, I, myself, am still on a low dose of thyroid medication. I haven't yet gotten to the, the pro the point in my healing process where I feel comfortable weaning off of it yet, because I've been going through pregnancies and, and things like that. Uh, the safest use is as late as possible in the illness and in the lowest dose possible to maintain healthy function. So There have been times where my endocrinologists or doctors have encouraged me to increase the dose of my medication and I have waited. I have put it off and stayed at the lowest dose possible and tried to control other factors that I had within my control to reduce the inflammation that was causing thyroid issues within my body. And I was able to do that. I was successfully able to do that. So I'm confident that someday when I'm not going through all these changes of growing tiny humans, uh, that I will be able to, to come off of that. And doctors should be having that end goal in mind. They be, should be working to help get you off of your medications, even if they are temporarily needed and getting your body to a better level of homeostasis. The Pill for an ill system that we have right now is not suited to address the chronic issues that are today's health reality. I mean, look at the top 10 leading causes of death, uh, according to the CDC. Like, nine out of the 10 are chronic health issues that all could be altered with diet, lifestyle, and environment. So, this is the background against which the functional medicine and holistic care model of personalized lifestyle. Healthcare has been designed, and that's why I chose this direction. It focuses on treating and preventing the cause of chronic illness rather than the signs and the symptoms. If you have if if a client comes to me with digestive issues, I'm not going to start treating their their stomach. I'm not going to put them on uh, something to just you know help their diarrhea or constipation. Like we're going to work on healing the gut. We're going to work on where that root cause probably is that's causing that's, that's got the inflammation and reducing that inflammation to help make the symptoms go away on their own. Because when you take something to stop the symptom, you're just going to make the body need to scream louder in another place. It's going to want to keep sending you the message that something is not right. And by hiding the symptoms, by taking things to reduce the symptoms, you're just going to make the inflammation extend further into your body somewhere else until it's screaming so loudly in your face that you can't avoid it anymore. Now, like I said, this is not entirely a new approach. If you look at Chinese and Ayurvedic practices, they've been following this approach for a long time. What has become true for many of us these days is that too many of us are malnourished. And it's not because we're eating too little per se, but because we're eating too much of nutrient poor foods. Uh, some people have called it overconsumptive undernutrition, right? We're getting tons of calories a lot of the time, but we're not necessarily eating tons of nutrients because of the choices that we're making because of the way that our food system is and the rise in, you know, packaged and processed foods. Now, every food technically goes under some form of processing, but the closer we can get to eating more whole foods, the more nutrients we can consume. Root cause medicine addresses diet because food is foundational to healing. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I picked this road, because I truly believe that to be uh, absolutely a fact. The biggest prescription that we need here is a way of eating. And yet it's not something that we're hearing from the medical community. So there needs to be more people like myself, more practitioners like myself who are doing their best to shout it from the roost against the billion dollar diet industry and the pharmaceutical industry whose voices are so loud at this point uh, that it's hard to hear that there's another way. Now, let me clarify Many people within the medical community don't have this information. It's not their area of expertise. They are not trained in nutrition. Most medical programs have zero nutrition uh, training in them whatsoever. And I don't expect many of them to add that to their list when they already have to go through so much training. They are trained by the pharmaceutical industry when they go through medical school to prescribe what you need to treat your symptoms. That's the acute care model, that's what they're designed to do. And I know that. Many, many, many of them have the best intentions when it comes to helping people. But what I do hope to see more of in the future is doctors who refer out, who know that this functional medicine holistic care model has science behind it, has a lot of benefit to it and does help people heal. Because if we work together to help heal patients, I mean, what a beautiful world that would be. So I do hope that as we continue on this you know, journey in, in the coming years, that more doctors in, in Western medicine will refer out and work in conjunction with people like myself to help create a bigger shift in people's health. Because I think if there's anything we've seen over the last year is that the foundation and core of your health really matters most when it comes to anything that you're going to con- come in contact with. We can't avoid All the things that we're going to come in contact with. You can't avoid all the germs, all the viruses, all the changes that happen as you age, all of the things that you're going to go through in your life. You can't avoid it. The goal is not to avoid adverse health situations, right? We can't can't live in a bubble. That would be no fun. The goal is to build your body up so that when you come in contact with these things, it doesn't have an impact on you. It, Your body is able to function as it was designed to, as it was built to properly and to get you through it with ease. And I do believe that that is 100% possible. And that's what I teach my clients to do. So thanks for listening to today's Simply Healthy You podcast episode about this new approach to health, a different way to think about your healthcare and the direction that you want to go in and who you want to hire to be on your team, because you do hire your health practitioners, just because doctors are experts does not mean that you can't fire them. (laughs) If you don't agree with the way that they want to treat you, you are the expert when it comes to your body. You are the only expert and you are the one who gets to decide how that works. So I'm glad that you listened to this episode and I look forward to talking more about how we can follow this holistic healthcare model on future episodes. Thank you so much for listening to the simply healthy you podcast if these episodes are resonating with you go ahead and click that subscribe button and leave a review with all the great nuggets that you're taking away from today's episode i promise you i read every single one of them as your feedback is really valuable to me in creating future episodes as your host i look forward to having you join me for the next episode but in the meantime remember keep it simple and eat more plants